we have another special guest on the show. If you're from Toronto, you might have heard him on the radio. He's one of the voices of urban culture in Toronto. Apollo, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Thank you very much for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming through. So we just want to get right into it, man. Um, can you just tell everyone a little bit where you grew up, um, how you started in media? So I grew up in uh, Brampton, Ontario, uh, born and raised. Like if you were really from Brampton, I, grew, I was born in uh, Peel Memorial Hospital which is like, it was closed down for a while and then they reopened it up and it's closed around like eight or nine, 10 o'clock in the night. So it's one of those type of things. Uh, grew up a little bit around like central Brampton. Uh, uh, spent a lot of my later years in West Brampton. So I uh, went to a few little small schools, mini schools and stuff like that, daycares. Uh, and what else? What else you asked me? Oh, I said, <laughs> I, my, my bad. <laughs> I threw two at you, I threw two yeah. at you. Uh, how did you like develop the passion for media? Um, yeah. as like, your radio host right now. So how did you develop that passion? Yo, to be honest, my up? story is kind of different than everyone else's. Oh, okay. I, especially with how I kind of came into my role. I grew up a shy kid, man. Mm. I had, I was afraid to eat in front of people. I was afraid to just do certain things just out in public. And I was afraid to read out loud and all of that. So I was one of those type of kids that just, I just, I was kind of afraid. Maybe, I don't know. Was it anxiety? Would you consider that anxiety? Uh, probably, probably a little bit. Like, a little like, bit. Like, like in public. Social anxiety. Social anxiety yeah. Anxiety, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, probably, I probably had one of those. I mean, I still have remnants of it today, but I didn't want to be in front of no one because the, the high school I went to, St. Edmund Campion, there was like something so re- revolutionary about it because it had television or TVs in each classroom and they had uh, video announcements, right? And my biggest fear was getting called to like I, to do them, yeah. I, I went to I went to a Catholic school like either read like scriptures from the Bible or or do some other presentation where you have to read out names. I was like I'm not doing that in front of like the whole school. I'm gonna get roasted. And this is <laughs> this is during the time like you would get roasted. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Group of friends, you come back. Yeah, oh. I've seen some people fight. Like I seen some people get roasted for like a good four, solid four weeks. For going but, on the announcements? No, not even for that. Just getting roasted. Like they would just be like the butt of jokes. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like yo, you just have to fight after that time. Either fight you roast back a little better. Yeah. So. Uh, my passion for radio kind of came later on around 2000, let's say 2011. Uh, I had moved out to Vancouver and I was kind of just f- trying to f- find myself, you know, like everyone else trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went out there for school actually, but I, I was trying to find myself as well because I didn't want to do the whole vocal school thing like most people mm-hmm. do. So and, did you go to school for media or you just... No, nah, I didn't go to school oh, for media. Oh. I went to, well, went to, I graduated from York University with communications. Okay. Okay. But... A lot of that times when you were trying to get into the broadcasting field, they really do look for people who actually graduated within that scope of education, right? Media and broadcasting or like hands-on. I kind of came from a theory background. So I did learn about the medium is the message, you know, all that type of stuff. But in terms of hands-on, I really learned a lot of that from the station I work at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my Charlemagne, to be honest, I saw Charlemagne back in 2011. That's when the Breakfast Club was kind of making itself presence on, mm-hmm. on online. And I was at that time in my life where it's like, what am I going to do with my life? I, I didn't like to do business marketing, which I thought was like really cool and really mm-hmm. creative. And I was like, I, I can't see myself wearing a suit. I even to this day, I only have one suit and I wear it everywhere. If you need to be pop out somewhere formal, uh, and so I was like, I think we, we all have that one suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like stashed in the back of the closet. Yeah. The yeah. So, you, so you guys understand <laughs> yeah. what I'm yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what my thing was, and I was like, all right, I think media is what it is, and it's. It, it took a long time to kind of just crack that me reading out loud and, and just me just being in front of people and doing like interviews in front of other people when they bring people. So it was like 
Would I, you do a lot of like in the mirror type of like just practice talking or like how would you how because how, you went from like being really shy to like being obviously very confident and, and somewhat comfortable like yeah. just talking like did you do did you have any strategies that like help you get to that? I'm gonna be honest with you, I really like that. I didn't do that. I oh. think I just I <laughs> feel surprised. <laughs> yeah, I failed my way to where I'm at right now. If that makes sense, like I, okay. I fumbled, I mumbled. Yeah, uh, I, I I doing a lot of that shaking. Uh, and then I just got my way back here because you you break a wall, you break through a wall where it's like, all right, I'm going to be doing this. Mm. I'm. It's better to mess up with like the not to not to try to shit on you, but like the lower ranked people mm -hmm. in terms of when you finally get to the people who are I mean more influential and more dominant to whatever you're trying to do, you're mm -hmm. able to shine because you've done the ten thousand hours, yep. right? So that's what I kind of did. I didn't really stay inside the mirror and go like, hey, I'm about to ask you questions. <laughs> I remember I remember a girl told me that one time when I was in high school. Uh, she's because there's this girl I liked, and she was like, Yo, just you know, read a list of questions, and then when you call her on the phone, you're able to have like a conversation. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not doing like that weird, shit. but uh, I mean, may, like, hindsight, maybe she had a point. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so you, you went to school for communications. What was your uh, like after you, you graduated and everything? What was like your first, your first job or your first gig in the, in the industry? I would say I've been at I've been with Vibe since 2014. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. Because yeah. more so on a voluntary type of school thing because okay. I was just going there and I was like, all right, I want to get into radio. I didn't know how they opened the doors and I just kind of just learned my foundation from there, like failed my way up, but they were really receptive and really open to fostering just skill sets and just being better at what I do. And so when I finally, so I was in the industry, you could say, mm -hmm. but from that opportunity to use the equipment with inside the studio for my own personal gain and also as well as help the station uh, I was just doing interviews and then from that I had my own show and I was doing other things on behalf of the station and then I finally got the job uh, doing promotion coordinator so I'm able to, I'm the guy that pops up the okay. street team guy and I'm talking to like businesses and brands to kind of like coordinate things together so we just have a better appeal a better a bigger footprint when we go to certain events but uh, yeah I mean that is cool yeah and I just want to put this out there I like the job but that was never in my plans, if you kind of get what I mean. Okay. It's kind of ironic how you go from like being like timid as a child and then yeah. now you're the one reaching out to businesses yeah. and, mm -hmm. and oh. on the radio. Being on stuff. the street, having yeah. to go up to people and like promote vibes. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, 10 bit of knowledge. I used to actually play the piano when I was a child. Oh, really? Okay. And I had did a little recital because I think one of the schools I went to, they allowed for me to practice during class. And so when the recital happened over the weekend, I had, I had tripped. And then the fan came on. The fucking fan. <laughs> I knew it was gonna come on. <laughs> Do you want to? Did you want to pause it and then when it turns off real quick resume it or just keep on going? We probably just keep on going. Just keep on going. You know, Mike, it's cool to keep on going. <laughs> like it's gonna go off and on the whole time, man. It's whatever. Yeah, it's probably gonna come on another. Just, just five, don't mind the fan. Whoever's, li whoever's, whoever's listening, listening right don't, now, mind don't, don't mind the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Preface the fan. You know, fans on. <laughs> It's Shut not her fault, man. I swear. <laughs> um, sorry, you were talking about uh, uh, piano recital. Yeah, there was a piano recital over the weekend when I was a child, and my okay. uncle, my uncle was with me, and I did the recital. I did. I I came off the pianos and I tripped over the cord in front of like every. And at that point, I was like, I'm not doing piano no more because, <laughs> I'm like I said, I was socially I was socially scared of everything. Like yeah, doing yeah. that, even that was like. You were like, were you like shaking? Yeah, I was scared. Yeah, yeah. I was scared, especially getting off and falling, like stumbling over the the, the electric wire. 
Mm-hmm. And my uncle wasn't doing help at the time too. He was laughing, oh. and so um, you know, insult to injury. You know? Yeah, that's no encouraging you. Like yeah. you get yourself, you dust yourself off, and you see your yeah. uncle like laughing. It's like laughing, yeah. you're oh my yeah, god, so they're I, terrible. After that, I haven't played a piano anymore. Oh okay. I don't even know how. <laughs> Every time you sit down on the keyboard, it's like yeah. a the flashback. Trauma, I guess yeah. the trauma. Yeah. Yo, I got a lot of trauma, traumatic moments in my life, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so besides working at Vibe, you also had your own podcast, yeah. um, the Educated and the Reckless. What was the inspiration or I guess the drive to start that? So funny enough, at that time, so many people had told me, hey, you should start a podcast. You should start a podcast. And back on my mind, I was like on my Howard, Howard Stern type of thing. Like, nah, I'm not going to do no podcast, <laughs> podcasting. But like, you realize that the mediums in, in which, uh, media is going mm-hmm. it's multi-dimensional multi-channels and, and you should be able to tap a lot of those right and so me getting off my high horse or me not even getting on my high horse but just me finally going like being more receptive to it i was like yeah let's do it so i just went to the library one day and i just cracked open my my laptop and i opened up a word document and i just kind of laid out the format of what my ideal podcast would look like and i tried to install my friend to do it one of my friends i would have like long conversations with and I feel like, yo, this would be like cool guy talk type of stuff. And then it would be talk already. Mm. Our conversations are cool. And we go into different like patterns and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Hit him up. He was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do that. I was like, all right, cool. And so I just had this document from me with me for the longest time. And I was like, I finally bumped into my co-host, Nina, into the office. We worked together. And I said, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? And I showed her what I had done. And then mm-hmm. we just... Down, just yeah. went from there. Yeah. yeah, did like little chemistry tests and okay, things okay. Were, no, things were cool. Man. Was it? Did you find it because you work with her and stuff, and you and you know her prior to starting the podcast? Did you find it like when you guys were recording, it was pretty easy to like feed off each other and go back and forth? Uh, funny enough, we worked together, but like you know how you work with people, but like you're not really like the coolest of people. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was like young, yeah, the youngest person in the office with me, and oh. so I was like, all right, yeah, you're around. I see you around all the time. Yeah, Might as yeah. well just do something. Okay. I was like, at that point, I was like, I'm, I'm just sitting on some potential content. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Potential gems. Yeah. Stuff, right? So I was like, let's do it. And then she was like, she was down. And then we went to the production studio and they were like a, like an hour recording there. So on some material that we found. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it. I was like, yeah, bro, this sounds cool. Let's just, let's cook it up and let's see where we're able to take it. Right. Awesome. You guys have dropped, a, how many episodes have you guys? Have you oh, to be honest, we're supposed to be at 60, right? We're supposed to be at over 60 right now, but. Uh, the last episode, here's a little tidbit of knowledge for okay. some people. So the last episode that we were supposed to drop, uh, her and I got into a big argument uh, on on the mic. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so that kind of led into us. Well, we're not beefing, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> no, I see, I see a lot of your, yeah. a lot of your posts. You guys are like, you have different different uh, viewpoints. Yeah, but it, yeah. It's cool because you guys talk about it on, yeah. the, on the podcast. Yeah, right? but, this, but this argument was systemic. It got heated. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, was an, it was an internal thing. So like, we're really going at it. And then we didn't put out the, I put out the episode. And then she was like, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, I'm content king. So I'm like, I'm trying to go for content, whatever. It was like, yo. Yeah. And then we're like, she took it down. And then at this moment, we we're trying to re- just rebuild the com- We're good. I just okay. want to that up. We're, we are good. We they're still good. talk. Good. I pick her up. We, we, we're still work together. Okay. It's just more so now we're restructuring the podcast in terms of uh, just aligning what we initially started with mm-hmm. to make it more so a lot bigger and uh, go with both what we want out of it. And what was the in, the initial vision for maybe somebody who hasn't heard it yet? So it was supposed to be a, a podcast. Well, I it still is a podcast mm-hmm. on urban culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to stray away from like, you know, the low hanging fruit, like relationship topics. And, and just, I wanted to really do deep dives uh, on what's going on in like lifestyles, urban culture, and, and just certain things that are going on, on social media. 
I wanted to get be, get be able to give away that type of perspective. But along the lines, since it was me and her going back, and we are obviously displaying things about going on in our lives as well, so that kind of mixed and mingled what's going on, and so it kind of changed the changed the overall outlook of it. Okay. Not in a bad way, but it's like, all right, now this will have this will manifested, and so now that we have this, and this is what people are liking. Let's just kind of tailor it to a a more specific way where we're able to deliver it a little bit more package Mm -hmm. and and grow it and to monetize it and stuff like that. That's what, yeah. But it's still there. It's just that I'm I'm the hip hop guy. I'm the hip hop guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I may I may stay outside my house a lot. I may pop out only here and there. But she's more so the out person. She's always out, and so it's kind of like. I'm doing deep dives and I want to go deep dives and I'm talking about Takashi Six Nine and, and his like, trial yeah. and everything. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and she's like, I don't really give a fuck about yeah. Takashi. And it's like, ah, oh, he's a pedophile type thing. I'm like, no, he's not. And it's yeah. like that type of thing is kind of like, um, you could say like the bait between the casual fan and then the the more in depth, yeah, the, hard, the hard, hardcore, hardcore fan, passionate yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can see that. I can see that. That was um. So you also do, you also run like a media page, Apollo for the people. Yeah. Um. That was that started before you started the podcast or kind of during? It was before. It was before. So, okay. Here's a little bit of information, all right? So the reason why I started that is because I was doing interviews called like Apollo for the People. Yeah. So I was doing a whole bunch of interviews, but at the time they just weren't hitting. They were mm-hmm. just never getting the views that I wanted to. It was like, all right, I was able people recognize my name, people said my name, people were like, yo, I know those type of interviews. I've seen that interviews, but you were never associating me with the. Well, I wasn't really trying to be seen anyways, but I was just trying to get my content out there so people were able to see stories of like artists coming up. And I was like, yo, this is cool. I didn't see anyone else do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I started the page because I wanted to grow the page in terms of having more eyes on the page. Now I'm able to put up some content and it gets more views. But during that process, when I was building the page, I just had to, I stopped doing the interviews because I felt like I was going in a, a different direction where it's like, I don't think I'm growing because mm-hmm. I'm not doing the right things. Or maybe I just, maybe I just, you know, ruffled the wrong feathers or stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that might've hurt me. But page is more so a media page now it kind of keeps me up to date now yeah, yeah. it forces me to be up on my toes like i am like i said i'm a hip-hop guy so i'm able to keep up to date what's going on so it's yeah. it's, it's funny too because it's like i've known about apollo for the people for yeah. a while yeah but i just like you said earlier it's like I, I didn't know you were connected to the account yeah. and then i was like I, I saw your i don't know how i saw your instagram or something one day and it was like apollo p and then i was like scrolling through i was like oh shit this, <laughs> this is the guy yeah. okay it makes sense now yeah. right so it, it kind of tied yeah. everything together which is, which is cool most people would probably put their face to it and i was like nah yeah. i really care it's yeah. like i see I yeah took, that, i took my true. i took my foundation from vlad right right that's true so it was like vlad is like more so i just want to put the content out there and mm-hmm. then it's like i look at all right the apollo for the people page is going to do what it's do but like, if people are gonna like me, they're not gonna like me because I, I got I'm able to amass this many followers and this many content continually. They're just gonna like me because my perspective on life that mm-hmm. I have, or or how I'm able to just do what I do. Yeah, so it's like I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. yeah no, that's really. good though because yeah. you know it's like I, I I respect putting putting the if you're interviewing someone or putting the or putting the what's the word like the. Uh, the content or the the value first before yourself like it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's good yeah um i wanted to i i i, I we skipped by it but i wanted to because yeah, okay. you brought up charlamagne the god yeah. earlier in the interview and i was reading through some of the comments on the podcast and one one person referred to your show as as canada's um breakfast club yeah. and i wanted to get your opinion on that <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> no i don't know, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Think breakfast club is filled with three people right and yeah, they're right. like they have a specific dynamic right so you look at emmy he's like the point guard mm-hmm. and then charlamagne is like the dunker and then angela lee is like more so like the power forward type of thing well 
I'm not that great at basketball. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't even thought that makes sense, right? Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, I said dunker, right? I said dunker, <laughs> right? Said, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> the dunker. <laughs> like, yeah, so I don't watch ball, right? But, uh, but you see that dynamic where it's like Envy's able to restart the conversation to where or set it up. And yeah. then Angelie's able to dive into certain topics that uh, the guys wouldn't necessarily need to do that. Or they'd skip over. They play off exactly. each other kind of too. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But me and Nina, it's like, are we really playing off each other? I'm not really setting her up. And she's not really setting me up. We're kind of yeah. just going... Back and forth. Yeah, back and yeah. forth. Somewhat combative, uh, combative sometimes. Yeah. But more so, uh, we're able to show the light between like how girls look at things and how guys yeah. look at things. You know, oftentimes, and then I mean, that's not intentional. That's just how the how the conversation yeah, is flowing. Yeah. yeah, and that's how it is in terms of just ge- I don't want to do it. gender. I guess gender. yeah. You yeah. know, we live in new times, and people yeah. might not want to use that. You know, <laughs> oh, what was it no, called? No, it's called uh, gender it's fluid. Gen- oh, whoa, no, wait, oh, wait, wait, I'm talking about no, it's a social scarring trust. So oh, like, okay, all right, no, okay, gender okay. Is like maybe yeah, gender constructs, constructs. Okay, all right, do you want to now, ready? Let's just say male and female. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So, we're getting way off topic now. We're going to have to end the podcast here, guys. But, like, that's how you just get, like, conversations between, like, you know how girls will talk about, like, guys are trash or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girls are trash. It's truth be told, if you look past all of that, we're both trash. We're both, yeah. <laughs> you, can go, you can go that. You can go that, or just maybe we're, we're just, both trash in different ways. I, yeah, you, you know what? I'm gonna just leave it right there. <laughs> yes, there's negatives and positives. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's what it is. But you don't. A lot of times, people don't necessarily see the the medium. And yeah, you know, just go on two extremes, and it's kind of like, oh wow, polar opposites. There's yeah. always extremists with everything you do. Yeah. Like yeah. you know the people like with that were protesting in the streets and stuff. There's always extreme. There's people that support the environment, and then there's people that take the extremes. And because yeah. I th- I think I saw a tweet by or it was something on like Six Buzz where someone was posting. I think someone made a post and it was like, oh, people are just blocking the streets. And then someone commented and was like, cool, like you're just letting cars idle for 30 minutes, like <laughs> in traffic. I'm like, okay. Well, so. that was the environmental po- protest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Hey man, not to get off too way too off topic. Let's yeah. get off topic. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're drifting down this way. Uh, so what were they trying to do? Like, what, what was I don't know what the end like, goal was with exactly. that. But I think I, it was just awareness. But yeah. I, I think I don't know. I would have probably done it in a more creative way. Yeah, more um, more. I don't know. More in your face about yeah, about yeah. that kind of stuff. It was in your face. That's for sure. Yeah. Though they were very aggressive. Yeah. Um, I, but I feel like most pro- protesters that are going to do that would be. Yeah, essentially. My but. thing is like when you usually do like a protest, it's like you're trying to bring about like a social change. Yeah, stuff like yeah. That. But you're going against like let's say the big businesses, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. ones that really contribute to a lot of pollution. Like, yeah, we contribute to to, to pollution because we all drive cars here, I assume. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And then do you guys often carpool? Nah. Yeah, uh, we, we carpool. carpool. When we, carpool? Down, when we come yeah. downtown, yeah, we carpool. Yeah. Okay, you guys are good. Yeah, yeah. Or, we'll, or we'll like <laughs> take the train or something too. <laughs> you know, you yeah. guys are good. All right, so you guys are outliers at the moment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when I usually drive around, it's usually I'm solo dolo, unless yeah. I'm someone asks me to come pick them up. So I'm I'm contributing to like the pollution, but at the end of that. I was trying to go with this. Yeah, yeah, I get to yeah, this. Yeah. No, right? but uh, so exactly. it, it kind of goes off also off topic. But like you know, the, the Greta thing that's going around, right? There the was what? The, the, Gre- what the Greta, the Greta, the sixteen-year-old who's like an advocate for them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she was like, she was like making a, st- a statement about like how like oh jet fuel, it's a uh, very bad. For the emissions are very bad for the environment. Yeah. And she was coming to like Montreal for, for a, a conference, but she took a plane to come here. And she was complaining about jet fuel. 
Uh, hypocrites. Everyone's hypocrites. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She took a private jet. Yeah. No, I think it was. I think it might was have been a private, private jet. jet. I don't know. I, I don't know. She's too commercial. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well, where does she? Where is she from originally? I'm not Sweden. I think uh, she's. But like, yeah. Okay, it makes sense. You have to take a plane. But like, yeah. Then, I don't think. I don't honestly. I don't any know any other way of how. They yeah. Exactly. Get here, yeah. if it wasn't a plane. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking complicated topic. It's like, well, you did, you did kind of use a plane to come here. So, like, I don't know if you should bring up that. As yeah. Like, but also, you know what, though? But she I, makes a lot of good, like, good. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just yeah. about to say. Like, I got to give her props for she's standing in front of, like, yeah. the, the, the UN and giving speeches and stuff. And yeah. she's, like, she's 16. making a stand. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, yeah, she's young. Jeez. So, yeah. got to give her props yeah, for that. I was 16, I was like a whole bunch of, like, reckless stuff. Like, yeah. A whole bunch of dumb stuff. Yeah, man. I didn't even I didn't even know I wanted what I wanted to do at sixteen. Exactly. I didn't even have an opinion at sixteen. You weren't even woke at sixteen. I know. I know. I was still like trying to chase girls at sixteen. Hey man, same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same here, man. I was working at Wonderland when I was sixteen. Oh really? Oh, yeah, man. oh that's nice. Got fired there too. <laughs> <laughs> For, why? Why would you hey, do man, Look was, at me now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, I still I try to steal a burger, man. Oh, yeah. from like with like the cater, the catering things, right? The uh, what, what, like the are you talking about like the buffets or? Like no, no. Well, I didn't. St- okay, I made the burger for myself and I walked over <laughs> okay. to the back and tried to eat it on my lunch break. <laughs> oh. And then the supervisors came around and was like, "Oh!" And then I dropped it on the floor and they were like, "What's that on the floor?" And I, I tried to act like you know, like I was <laughs> just talking there. About, yeah. My burger from home. I brought yeah. it from home. <laughs> I brought it from home. In hindsight, I should have just ate the burger in front of them, and it was like they would probably assume I bought it. Yeah, it yeah. Like, they wouldn't ask me for a receipt. And I was like, even if I didn't, I, I would at least be satisfied. I didn't yeah. get to eat the burger. Uh, well, I used to do that when I worked at Pita Pit a lot. Oh, you would eat the food? Yeah, I'd was like make legal? a pita for it. Yeah, no, like you can. I would cook something for myself if it was really slow because I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. But like, I would make myself lunch and then you get like half off or something. But oh. then sometimes I'm like, oh, just forgot to you pay. Just yeah. <laughs> they make like, pay full price at Wonderland. When yeah, I that's crazy. Yeah, no, they're, they're bastards. And full price is price? like yeah, ridiculous. When I worked at at least. Oh, man. Timmy's? No, yeah, Timmy's did too, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, uh, well, I guess the zoo because they have food places in there. Nah, it doesn't count. The zoo, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, the zoo. Wow. You, you could, they didn't give you free food in there. Either. No, they're too cheap. Yeah, they're too cheap. No. Yeah, I work customer service. The, the front, the gates. Oh my lord. Oh, oh, that, yeah. that, that, <laughs> that's a tough job. That is a tough Bro, job. Bro, so uh, it's crazy. That's a tough it job. Seems like a really boring job, man, especially on a rainy day. Man, just imagine like thousands of people lined up asking for the same thing but you don't have enough of the same thing so you have to keep calling the office for shit <laughs> like they're and they're getting mad at you like yo you don't have you don't you're an idiot this. no man i just need i don't have enough stuff i can't fit 1000 city booklets in the fuck yeah. that's a whole other story we're getting, we're getting so off topic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right real things back guys yeah real things all back right. um, we just want to talk about uh like how you got the job at vibe 105 and i came up with that uh so I already, it was kind of more so I graduated into the position. Yeah. So uh, like I said, I've been there for like five years. Mm-hmm. They already seen my face. And so I guess last year I was doing street team stuff as a team lead. Mm-hmm. And then they saw how I was you know, able to do it, my consistency. And you know, a lot of times if you're around someone a lot of, a, a lot of times or a lot longer, you're able to see the worth ethic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, did I say that? Worth work, ethic? Work, yeah, work, work ethic. Work yeah, ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're able to see how they work and you're able to go like, all right, they would be suited for the job. Or the position, or even if they're not suited, I see how they're able to work hard enough to where they could fill in the shoes for the position. And so that's how I believe. I want to say that's what they believe when they looked at me when they finally, you know, promoted me to uh, promotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So how do you? So you you do? I saw. Um, 
uh, you were in the when uh, Noisy did yeah. like their Six Rising documentary. Yeah. You were, you were in one of the episodes with Free A, right? Yeah, I, I haven't watched that. Episode. I haven't watched the documentary. It's pretty no, good. Really? It's pretty good. I you should watch it. I should, especially your part. I haven't watched. It. <laughs> <laughs> I only had the clip. So, so I've watched it like six times. <laughs> I've watched. I've watched it twice. So, I've, I've, never, I've never watched it. I've never. Watched it's good. <laughs> um, but I was just gonna ask you, who is like one of the favorite, one of your favorite people you've you've yeah. interviewed? Uh, in terms of like artists or just in general? In general, uh, yeah. I guess in general. In general. Yeah. I would say Bilal Dawson, man. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. I would say him. Yo, was that Bilal? Yeah, <laughs> Bilal. he was like the coolest person. And this was, I had we had um Autumn show. We had him on the show right after that uh Welcome to Canada thing went viral. Oh, okay. Right when it went viral, it was like yo the next week. It was like come on the show. It was like he was just the coolest person. Yeah, he's, he's a good. He's, he's a happy character. He's always he's he's always happy. Yeah, and his yeah, content funny. is great too. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> he's so really funny. funny. He does some things that I've never really seen before. Like he walked all the way to Young Street and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He did the Chick Fil A pop up. I'm like, yeah, you know what? He's cool. I like him. I want to keep around. Protect Bilal. All kinds. Oh, funny, funny like, guy. Eh? He making them stupid funny jokes. Fucking <laughs> 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 And then and then he called me <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> What do you, he was interviewed on TTV for like the when he walked for 20, yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh really? I didn't see that. Yeah. Man, he's doing good stuff, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not not that too, but like even when we were we were interviewing him as well, he's just one of those guys who's just easy to talk to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's just he's got a good personality. Yeah. Everything, so mm-hmm. it makes it easy to, right, to talk to him. But yeah. a lot of people are like that. Yeah. It's just that they have like so much. They're being conditioned, or I'm not say conditioned. They have like yeah, walls up or something. Yeah, they have walls yeah, they conditioned have walls. to just not even be so open to certain people mm-hmm. uh some people call it what like a poor disposition at times yeah okay yeah. so do you, do you find that a lot with like your line of work of it's hard to like get, get break a through lot that of stuff wall out initially. of people or yeah i mean when i was doing a lot of i'm actually going to come back doing interviews not too crazy though mm-hmm. okay just some people have been pestering me and i was like all right let's go uh but yeah there was like and that's the and that's the difficulty and that's like the beauty of it too like when you're really doing interviews and stuff like that and you really want to get the best out of person it's like you you got to know that at the end of the day this is your product this is your content yeah there's often times where you're going to get like the the more popular person on there and they may not be so open to everything but like they'll still bring views but at the end of the day you want to be able to do your job right and be able to shine it's like so I, I lost track. I don't know. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, Where, yeah, okay. The, you said the ask is to find what I find it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really anymore. It's okay. more so it's like I'm able. I'm if as long as I'm getting off what I got to get off, and then I'm still doing what I got to do back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then I've done my job. Right. Yeah. I I've, mean, they're I've, gonna answer the questions. They might be short answers. They might be yeah. long answers. It's just figuring out which which pieces to put to kind of unlock them a little bit more. I think it's also too getting like comfortability with whoever is interviewing them too. Like they're yeah. sitting down, they don't really, I don't know if they, you don't really have that lead up until the interview. So you don't have that rapport. Yeah. So they're just like, they're kind of a little bit uncomfortable maybe. Yeah. They have to get used to it throughout the whole interview. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that's a weird thing. If you're like, if you want to be in this type of line of work in this type of industry or where you really do have yeah. to be talking to, you know, people or doing some type of content where you're able to present yourself, you really got to know like, how am I going to look on the other side? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, you, have that image with not necessarily like the baby like he's the a gangster baby. right yeah, yeah. yeah yeah well then again he's not the best example but <laughs> he's got a great new album now yeah yeah another he's not because in his interviews you're like yeah you know he's mysterious he, yeah he's real mysterious but like on his instagrams and stuff like he'd be like in his music actually he's more more vibrant man you yeah. see that what yeah. was that music video of him just like it was all censored and he was like fucking, was it, was fucking it vibes? the girls is it vibes vibes i, uh, I think I so know. 
Vibes. Vibes. Okay. He's like rapping. He's like fucking, like, oh, yeah, fuck, uh, fucking the girl. Oh. No, I don't. I thought I would go yeah. viral on thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, what is this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Like but he was, I think it was from a music video that he did. Like, it's oh, not okay. recent, though. It's no, not, no, no okay. it's not recent. Oh, but I was so just so like, yo, what? what? Oh, it's <laughs> this is the baby? Okay. Yo, yo baby, that. can you help me uh, film a music video? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you approach it? He's <laughs> like, yeah, I just want to do this. Like, are, are you sure? You you want to do that in the music video? Okay. <laughs> All right. There's, there is some, there's another rapper who did something like that from the South. He did like a whole... He was smashing. He did like his music video was him smashing oh. a uh, side chick. And his main girl came. And then oh, it, it, was, it was wild. I know Travis Scott in his 90210 video did it with dolls, though. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's, that's a cheap cop-out, man. Yeah, I know, but it was just weird, like, just dolls. Yeah. That's a little bit weird, too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I wasn't expecting that at all. But cheap cop-out. <laughs> yeah, Travis I know, right? It's dolls. <laughs> you gotta go all the yeah, way. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> no, as artists, you're supposed to commit to the art. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Be one with it. <laughs> I'm just looking at you all weird. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Be like, oh, of course you watched that. <laughs> um, uh, on the just one, one last question about your when you do your interviews and stuff. Do you have a specific routine uh, and how to prepare? Yeah. So there's a there's a template that uh, funny enough this guy named Putty, uh, he had set me up with a template just to kind of figure out how I do interviews. And so he he did he stroked up he wait. Let me get my words together. Okay. He had told me initially, he's like, when you're doing an interview with someone, you want to tell a story, right? Mm-hmm. And so often the story is where they come from, what led them to where they're at, what they're, where they're at right now, and how they're able to maneuver what they're doing, and then what they got plans for the future. So it's like, you know, like the whole little story, like the English rising action, climax, and mm-hmm. falling at a star. And, 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 Great 12 English yeah. class. Yeah. Great 12. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you want to tell that story, right? And then think about it. Like, I remember Vlad even saying this is like, he's doing all these interviews because at the end of the day, 50 years from now, he's able to tell that artist's story, right? When you look back at all the, those um, videos that they did, it's like, all right, this is what they did, and this is what their pattern is, and stuff like that. And this is how we got to where they were at that point. They did an interview with Vlad, mm-hmm. right? And so. That's what you want to do. You want to tell that story of this person. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. And, and when someone fo- follows up and looks towards them, it's like, not looks towards them, but looks them up. It's like they're finally able to get that background story of who they are if they're really open and stuff like that. Some yeah. people are not that open, but like you're able to get that story. And that's the kind of template I go with. Mm. Let's say no. That's, let's say no when you're a good interviewer when you can get the full story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. everything out of someone. And two is like I find even sometimes, even even for me sometimes, like I find it hard because you, you're <clears> – <throat> Let's say you're like you're talking to someone, you have a point, and it's like you you automatically like uh, want to interject or something, but it's like you got to make fine. You got to make the person you're interviewing the good stuff. is like the main, yeah, yeah. the the main um, the main uh, the main guy. Like you can't you yeah. can't talk over them. You just got to kind of sit back. And I know sometimes for me it's kind of it's kind of hard because I'm more of a conversationalist, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so well, I'm like, I, uh, okay, man, you gotta you gotta yeah. not not talk. You know, yeah. <laughs> like let the person talk. No, I think that's I think you're able to use that if you use it right, right? Yeah, it's all about packaging, yeah. right? True. So, who who does it? Who who's that interview who interjects a lot? I think it's Ebro. Is it? Um, yeah, Ebro does. Ebro interjects a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Charlamagne does it too. He does too. Yeah, yeah but he'll interject and say some crazy stuff. You know, like yeah. I, I well, that's what he did. I think that's how he uses it to his advantage. He interjects yeah. with like nonsense sometimes. Yeah. Package yeah. it package right. right. Yeah, it, right? it's packaged right. Yeah. yeah. Like I think Ebro is the kind of guy who doesn't let you talk. He's like, all right, and then he just start interjecting a whole bunch of his old school wisdom, and he's like, yeah. all right, and then he pulls back. 
Uh, but uh, who else is there? I remember even listening to Tax Stone back in the day, and he had Beanie Siegel on his podcast, and he had let Beanie Siegel just rant the whole like podcast, and then he he said, "Hey, Charlamagne told me for, to be a good interview, you just gotta let the person be the be mm-hmm. the star, like mm-hmm. let them talk." And that's how you're able to get the most out of them. Like sometimes you don't even have to interject. Sometimes they'll, they'll get to the answers before you even got to answer them. Yeah. And so it's like you just gotta let them. You just gotta listen and then make sure whatever you're listening to, you're really keen on it. Yeah. So they're able to pick up where they, you know, they end up stopping talking. That's what it is. It's a good point. Um, so I guess towards the end here, do you, um, you know, I guess there's what, a couple months left in 2019. Do you have any anything, any goals or any projects that you're working on that, um, or, or anything in general that you want to accomplish the rest of the year? Yeah, to be honest, hey, this has been like one of my greatest years ever. Hey, although I although, although you know I'm still living at my mom's house, but like it's still okay. Are, we we are, are. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I'm in the same boat, okay? Yeah. So I can say that because I started off this year with a plan in terms of like a financial plan, uh just vacation plan, uh what else is there? Like just career plan. It just everything just seems to be knocking down and like eight what, like nine months ago if you see me, I like my I have like fucked up teeth and shit like that. I got like, you know, I got Invisalign and shit like that. Shit all together. New man. Yeah, man. New man. <laughs> New man. man. Like, I'm getting girls now. No, no, not as I say I was like, wasn't getting them before, but like, <laughs> off the smile, like. <laughs> and then I'm, they'll see me and they'll be like, ah, yo, like, yo that's a ball. Okay. Oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah. He's kind of cute. Exactly, right? <laughs> hey, man, my life has changed. But uh, I did also a lot of the stuff I've been planning, I've just been knocking it down. And at this point, I just have this podcast that I'm doing with my co-host Nina. I'm also in the works of doing another podcast with um, my other guy. Uh, his name is D Range, and we're doing something. So that's in the works. I already got like a lot of stuff. You just have to, you know, iron a lot of stuff out. And then I, it's looking like 2020 might be the first time I might bring that out. Okay. So 2020 release. I'm planning to go to LA. Uh, I, I might say this on record right now, but who knows. Well, I'm planning to go to LA October like 18th to the 21st to uh, interview my guy. His name is uh, Pure Luxury. Okay. So if you have, oh, I've heard of him. You've yeah. heard of him. I've He's heard of him. Like, I've heard the name. Yeah. Pure Luxury. So I met him like two years ago, 2017, when I went to LA for the first time. Him and his um, people, like MCM, they went no MCM, they Face Value Music, and it was like I had interviewed them too, and then at the time they were just straight straight out of high school, and it was like all right, and then see two years later he got some good songs. Mm-hmm. He's affiliated with YG and his homeboy MCM Raymond. He's doing some big stuff too. So that's why I'm trying to go to LA, just crack it back in and just tap into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, good market to tap into. It yeah. is, yeah. That's and really good. and the thing is, it's real close relationships too. That's the funny yeah. thing is like they he kept on hitting me, and that's what the reason I'm saying I'm going back. He's, he kept on hitting me. He's like, yo, when you come back to LA, when you gonna come back? We have to do. I haven't done an interview yet. Like I'm waiting for you. And so when people say that, it's like, all right. You just gotta go. Yeah, yeah. it's got to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I want to do that. Let's just, I'm putting that out there. I've been looking at flight tickets and stuff like that. My friend out there, I'm able to crash with him and stuff like that. Uh, and what else is there? I'm um, going to Bali. Mm. Yeah, so doing that next month. I mean, I'm like I said, a lot of stuff I've been, I put out in the world, I've been able to just follow up on it. And I like to pride myself of being a man of my word, at least, you know, if I try to do something or if I say I want to do something, Go through. it might not happen this year, but it's going to happen eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah so. It's yeah. good, man. It's good that you have a plan. Yeah, and then, yeah. Most, most people don't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> well, even some people have a plan and they can't, you know, execute it. Execute it. And yeah, execution so. is the hardest part. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. hardest part. You could plan all day long, but when it comes to actually, you know, doing what you wrote down on a piece of paper, yeah. that's the hard part. That's, that's yeah. the hard part. Yeah. 
mentally and sometimes physically if you're mm-hmm. lazy. <laughs> man, I see you got some chains on. Pull them out, man. Me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pull your joints out, man. Oh, there we go. Oh, jeez. Okay. The ta- ta- Italiano go. Okay. Italiano. <laughs> you got go too? I got one. Yeah. You got go? Yeah, pull them joints out. Pull them joints out. Yeah. Yeah. You got go? No, you got no go? All right. Yeah, right, we, we can right, have one of us. Pull some joints up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Pull, I mean, this might be I'll off topic. But like, when you guys started getting like chains and stuff like that, like, was oh, is it from like I think one of them from bad. From so, so this one is um, the big one right here is uh, my grandfather. So yeah. we passed it. Yeah, away. He, he left it for, uh, to me. Okay. And then this one was uh, my parents got it for me for my communion. Yeah. Back in. Yeah. Like, was it like, you get grade, grade two? Yeah. Oh, communion? Communion? Oh, no, no, uh, confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. first communion is grade two. I was like, it's a big for a two year old. I mean, for a grade two. Yeah, I know. I was like, it's neck never. Confirmation. Just... So I kind of just, I kind of just wear both of them. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really, I don't really take them off except when I go to bed. And yeah, exactly. I keep mine on all the time. Yeah, I just go to sleep with it too. I don't take Oh, really? Yeah, I shower with it. I can't sleep with like anything. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's weird. That's why I don't really, I don't really wear jewelry that often because it just feels like uncomfortable. You wear rings though. Yeah, yeah like were... I have like I have like a I don't know, like a ring that my dad gave me yeah. when he uh, when he was twenty. We, what did he got when he was like twenty one? Now he has like fat fingers. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he gave me that. But uh, yeah, that was a nice gold ring that I got. But other than that, no, I don't really. I honestly, I'm more of a ring guy than like a necklace like yeah. chain guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My next step is get the Cartier uh, love bag bracelet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have ten grand on my wrist when that, oh yo, my that, those prices keep on going up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna yeah. be honest. They keep on going up. An investment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just the plain ones. They just keep on going up. I'm like, keep it if you keep it nice and in good condition. Yeah. Honestly, if you just bought it and kept it at the box, and yeah, just yeah. Moved to five years. Yeah, wear it like yeah, special yeah. occasions. Yeah. Going up. I want to buy it retail, but like I see, like last time I checked, it was like it wasn't expensive now. It wasn't. Expensive. It, it wasn't as expensive as it is now. Oh, okay. I'm like, yo, the by the time I get it, it's gonna be like ten grand after taxes. I'm like, I can't do that to myself. <laughs> Drop the whole bag on it. <laughs> Old walk and lick. <laughs> Man, when you get that, I just you, it'd be I'd be so tempted just to like write a rap and just record, put that in a yeah. bar or something, you know, like yeah. 10k on my wrist. Shout out to Cartier or something yeah. like that. I'm, I'm gonna be a rapper one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, not really, but you know. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram? Your podcast, shout that out too if you want. Yeah. Also, you can find me on Instagram, like my personal page, mm-hmm. Apollo Please. Uh, if you want intermediate and hip hop news and stuff like that, follow Apollo for the people. And uh, if you're interested in hearing what my co-host and I talk about, Nina, no better Nina, and Apollo P talk about. Uh, I have a podcast with her called the Educated and the Reckless Podcast. And if you look at the symbol, it's we straight ripped it off from the Young and the Reckless. <laughs> that shit off. But <laughs> we're not trying to get. <laughs> but yeah, if yeah, if you're interested in all that, and also I have a show on Vibe One Five. You can catch me on every Tuesday from six to eight. Uh, the Vibe Drive with Apollo P, where I'm able to do. You know, a lot of hip hop stuff and do interviews. And I'm trying to turn things real ratchet. Uh, yeah. Turn this real ratchet. Yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to get like a little ratchet, you know. Yeah. I had, I had a Not girl, too much. Yeah. No, just a little, just a tad <laughs> bit. You know, spice it up a little bit. You know, add a little Adamami to that. Oh, Adam, Adam. <laughs> 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 not even spicy, man. No, it's also gotta, gotta kick. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's a weird like tangy. Yeah, I, guess. Yeah. I don't know if that's gotta the right kick, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta kick. Chip things are good. The one, the chip forms. Oh, edamame chip forms. Edamame and chips. I've never had. Yeah, you guys, are, you guys are gross. Oh, yeah. Seaweed and bro, seaweed's blessed. Nah, that's gross. Thank you. All right, and then we'll cut it there. Mike, Mike, come on, man. You like seaweed too. Nah, no, <laughs> you had sushi the other day. We we went for sushi. Oh, sushi's wrapped in seaweed. 
Yeah. yeah. You never knew that? <laughs> but it's covered in rice, so you don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about the, the dried ones. Dry like, chips seaweed. The roasted seaweed. seaweed by yeah. itself, seaweed. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> we see, we see. It's acquired taste. We might yeah. come in, he's chomping on some yeah. seaweed yeah. next day. <laughs> oh, you do that recreationally? Yeah, bro. It's good. Oh, come it's on, good for man. your thyroid, uh, right? Thyroid. Yeah, uh, whatever. Don't point. That's what they said. Drink water, man. I do. Drink water. But, like, I'm also hungry, so I have <laughs> all right man we really appreciate you coming on yeah thanks for coming on man appreciate yeah. it, thank man. you this was fun man this, this was, was actually yeah, it was, was it was it was a good talk yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Awesome. all right all right so, uh signing, signing off. off signing off see you later guys <laughs> peace